Welcome to Food for Thought. My name is Elizabeth. My brain moves at a million miles a minute and I'm constantly overthinking. When I go overwhelmed and start to feel behind, I find it really helpful to zoom out and remind myself that I'm still at the beginning of my story. I'm sharing all of my life's chapters, lessons, and everything I overthink. Mental health, relationships, beauty, wellness, the chaos and beauty of life, and all of the unexpected turns. Food for Thought is the best way to start your week, so join me every Monday morning for a new entry into my digital journal. Welcome back to Food for Thought. Happy Monday. I am so glad you are here with me. On the day I'm recording this, it is pouring rain outside. It's just awful. And I could really do for some sunshine right about now. This gray on gray on gray weather and now rain is just kind of kicking my butt, but we're all in this together and I hope you are doing well this week. I wanted to talk about productivity today because I've been having this spiral in my mind and I've been talking to Topher about this nonstop and I thought it would just be a really great thing to continue the conversation over here because I think so often we tie up our productivity with our worth and we live in a society that's so go, go, go and with capitalism and everything, the harder you work, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it and the more accomplished you feel and it becomes this really troubling cycle and you feel like you can never catch up. You're always on the hamster wheel. You are always behind. You're never doing enough. And I think that that can have such a negative impact on your mental health, on your productivity, on how you view yourself. Because when we tie everything up in this neat little bow of the more I accomplish, the busier I am, the better I am, it's pretty toxic and you get inside of this loop or anyways I do, You, I get inside this loop of thinking, well, I'm not that busy right now or I don't have enough going on or everyone else seems to be so much busier than I am. Therefore, I must not be doing enough and therefore my worth is depleted. And then I have to remind myself that no, 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 no. I am on this journey with myself and myself alone. No one else's productivity or timelines or anything matter other than my own. So let's back up to when this whole negative spiral started So first of all, I grew up in a home where productivity was king. I feel like I am like a recovering productivity person and someone who always had to have something on the go. And in my home growing up, we had so many activities and to be honest, there was a lot of judgment for people who weren't always busy and weren't always running a million miles an hour. And I feel like in my brain, I got trained to think that if you aren't busy enough, 
and therefore productive enough, you are lazy. Like period, the end. And it's taken me a long time, like probably 10 years of very slowly unlearning that productivity or not being productive doesn't make you lazy or a bad person. It simply means that you might live a slower life or you might have slower days or not everything needs to be happening all at the same time. But my parents, there was no rest. Rest is not in their dictionary. All the love to them, but that's just how I grew up. We were overprogrammed. We always had things to do. We were always scheduled. And productivity became just the norm. And it's not how I want to live my life these days. It's not how I want to raise kids. It's just the way it was. And so fast forward to now, I did an Ask Me Anything a couple weeks ago on my Instagram. And I don't do them very often, but I do them periodically. I think they're fun to see what you guys want to know. And so I did an Ask Me Anything. And one of the questions that came in was, how long does it take me to create and post a reel? Because a lot of my job is creating content and posting it and seeing what happens from there. In addition, of course, to podcasting, to updating my website, to creating recipes, to a whole myriad of other things, emails, everything. So one little aspect of my job is creating content, filming a video, editing that video, and posting it on the internet, on TikTok, on Instagram. And this question was really asking how long I spent doing that. And in my head, I answered that question by, by thinking of the most basic video, which I had, I had filmed a brownie video that day. So I thought, okay, well, this brownie recipe and video took me about an hour to make. And then it took me another 45 minutes to an hour to edit. And then I posted it, which took me 20 minutes or so. And that was that. So in total for that specific video, it took me about two and a half hours, give or take. But that was a very simple video with not a lot of cuts, with no voiceover. It was an easy edit. Some videos take me longer, but that's completely besides the point. The point is that question and thinking it through, how long does a video take to make and edit and produce and post? sent me down this spiral of, well, if it's only taking me two and a half hours to make a video, does this person think that that's all I do in a day? And if this person thinks that's all I do in a day, does that mean that I'm not busy enough in their minds and not successful enough in their mind because I'm only quote unquote in her, her eyes working two hours a day when I know for a fact that isn't the case. But on the internet, when you're just seeing the highlight reel or the literal reels that I'm making and you see one reel a day, you must think, 
I assume, at least I think this about some creators and I have to check myself. Oh, must be nice to only have to work a couple hours a day. When in reality, that isn't all I work in a day. And even if it was, that has nothing to do with my worth and whether I'm doing enough or my success or what I accomplish. That has so little to do with anything, but we make it mean so much because we live in the society where if you are not working 40 to 50 hours a week, and busting your butt, and getting all of the promotions, then what are you doing? You must not be successful. You must not be talented enough, or smart enough, or good enough. But that just isn't the case. It's such a backwards way of thinking, because we put all of our value into our work. And into this weird metric. So that, my friend, is where the spiral started. But where it went from there is a very interesting path forward. And that's why I love this podcast so much. And that's why in the intro I talk so much about like overthinking. When I overthink things, I get overwhelmed. And I have to zoom out to like reevaluate the whole landscape and what we're all doing here on this planet because where I went from that spiral is then I started thinking oh do you know what I need to do I need to get one of those walking pads that everyone is talking about right now those like treadmills that you walk on under your desk while you're in meetings and you're doing desk computer work and all of that I need to get one of those so that I can hit a steps goal that everyone says on the internet or on Instagram or TikTok that you should be getting a 10,000 steps a day. And so to do that, I should get one of those walking pads and be completely influenced. And then I pull myself out of that thought. And then I go on to think, well, these walking pads seem like just the latest health trend. Like when I think critically about it, all of these people touting their walking pads or treadmills and equating their success in the day with getting 10,000 steps on their walking pad or outside, really outside should be better, but on their walking pad while also being in meetings or doing computer work. It just makes me, it reminds me so much of certain things in wellness culture like when celery juice was like the biggest thing a few years ago when was that like five years ago everyone needed to be drinking celery juice first thing in the morning on an empty stomach that should be the first thing that passes your lips in if you want to be healthy (laughs) the walking pad seems just like that like any other health trend I feel like everyone is getting their walking pads right now. Everyone is becoming so obsessive about getting 10,000 steps. Where did this number come from? Where is all of this coming from? Yes, walking is healthy. I'm not saying for a second that it isn't. But 
why are we not walking outside? Why does it need to be 10,000 steps? Why are we obsessed with doing so many things at the same time? Like, I feel like so much of the draw of these walking pads is that you can be walking while reading a book or while watching Netflix or while doing work on your computer or while you're in meetings. But why? (laughs) I think just like anything, we have to be asking these questions like, why are we being touted these walking pads or that celery juice or the keto diet? Why do we need to be doing 10 things at the same time? I feel like we're obsessed with productivity to a point that the more things you can have going at the exact same time, the more successful you are, the better you are, the healthier you are. But who makes these rules and why do we need to follow them? I find it especially funny because I'm not on a ton of meetings, but Topher is. And he'll say that so-and-so got a walking pad and now they're in meetings with their walking pad. And the whole meeting is so distracting because this one person needs to get their steps in, like claims that they need to get their steps in. But the entire meeting, their head is just bobbing up and down and up and down as they're taking step, step, step. And I don't know about you, but if I were walking while also trying to type on a computer or take notes or really like listen to a meeting, I feel like you're not as productive when you're doing multiple things. You can't focus as much. I can only imagine if I was like typing notes on a, on a computer while walking at the same time. One of those things wouldn't go very well. And I hope it wouldn't be the walking thing, but who knows? I feel like your brain is only meant to do so many things at the same time. So when you're saying, okay, I'm going to walk, I'm going to walk, I'm going to write, I'm going to type, I'm going to read, I'm going to watch TV. Like, why? Why can't we do one thing at a time? Why can't you carve out time in your day to go for a walk? Whether it's on your walking pad or out in nature, You must have 30 minutes at some part of your day to actually go for a walk. And if you don't, then maybe it's time to actually reevaluate your life rather than just say, I'm going to get a walking pad, stick it under my desk, and then I'm just going to walk all day while I'm also working, even though by doing both of those things at the same time, you're less efficient, less productive. Everything takes longer because your brain is having to multitask. But if you focused on the task at hand, maybe you could carve out time separately so that you could slow down and actually enjoy the walk and enjoy the work and enjoy the TV show and enjoy the book and enjoy all the things that you're trying to mash together and do at the same time. I don't know. That's just where my mind is at right now. I just have been in this spiral of if I'm not doing enough or even more importantly, if it seems from the outside looking in that I'm not doing enough, maybe I'm not very successful or maybe I'm not good enough. And I really have to catch myself because these are thoughts that have no place in my mind, no place in my life 
They're not thoughts that I want to engage in, but I think we all get stuck in the spiral. And I think if we don't check ourselves and check our thoughts, then those thoughts go on and on and on and on. We overthink them, we overanalyze them, we don't think about them and we just let them in and they become pervasive in our bodies and our minds. But it really doesn't matter at the end of the day what it looks like from the outside. It doesn't matter if the stranger on the internet doesn't think you're doing enough in a day. It doesn't matter if your boss knows that you don't walk and work at the same time. It doesn't matter if your friends don't get what you're doing or why you're doing it a certain way. The only thing that matters is how you feel about yourself. And if you feel like you've accomplished enough, whatever that means to you, if you feel like you're productive enough, who cares what anyone else says or thinks? You can't control that. I can't control that. But I often have to check myself when I see all of these influencers touting the next best thing. Oh, you should be taking this supplement. Oh, you should be getting your 10,000 steps. Oh, you should be working out this way. Oh, you should be wearing this or watching that or reading this or doing your makeup like that. We live in a society where everyone's opinions are so loud and we're consuming other people's opinions more than ever before. Even if you spend like five minutes on social media a day, if you're watching the news or consuming the news, you're getting those opinions. If you are on social media, you're getting those opinions. And they're all going to tell you that you should be doing X differently or why differently or you should be doing this or that and that's going to make you better or more successful but maybe you already know in your soul what you need to be doing and even if you get nothing done today you're still enough even if the people on the internet are right that it doesn't take me that long to accomplish my work I'm still worthy I'm still enough But they also only know one side of the coin. They only know part of the picture. And I think we have to remind ourselves of that every single time we go onto social media or we get a glimpse into someone else's life, whether it's in real life or not, whether it's in person or online. We're only seeing a tiny little piece of the puzzle. And we can't judge what we don't know, just like they can't judge what they don't know. And if we start seeing everything from a lens of love and acceptance, if we start viewing ourselves from that lens of love and acceptance, how much more productive will we feel, even if we're no more productive? It's just a simple reframe. But all that to say, very long-winded rambling session today. But all that to say is your productivity does not have anything to do with your worth. They are two completely separate things and you can't tie them both together, stuff them in a box, put a bow on it. They don't fit together. 
They're their own things. And maybe you don't need to get 10,000 steps in today to be accomplished. Maybe a 10-minute workout is what you need. Or maybe you just need a day of rest. And you need to love that just as much as you love the walk or the run or the whatever else you're doing. And instead of always multitasking, maybe we need to carve things out a little bit more. Do one thing at a time. Do it really, really well in a focused, methodical way. And that will actually give us more freedom to get more done potentially or maybe not. It really doesn't matter. It's like when we tell kids, just one step at a time, do one thing at a time, focus on one thing at a time, especially when they're getting overwhelmed or frustrated. Maybe we need to take that lesson and apply it to our own lives because it's a goodie. Just try doing one thing at a time and see how that makes you feel. It might be weird at first, but telling you as someone who knows, it is revolutionary and makes me so much more productive. Long story long and all that to say, all that matters today is that you remember your productivity does not equal your worth. They're separate things and I hope you have the best rest of your day and rest of your week. I will talk to you soon. Love ya. Bye.